Welcome to Take Note. This is a podcast about paying attention and keeping a notebook. I am here with my buddy Ted. Ted, what did you have for lunch today? I had a uh, uh, turkey sandwich on a Kaiser bun. The ratio of turkey to cheese and other toppings was off. It was too much turkey. It was too thick in the middle. Too thick in the middle. <laughs> That's what they used to say <laughs> yeah. about, I guess I'll just say me, because it's rude. If I, too thick in the middle. Yeah. Um, I had a thought today. Thank you for asking. On this show, <laughs> uh, we uh, talk about what we've written in our notebooks. We call that segment, What Do You Got? Ted, what do you got? I was uh, at Petco earlier today. Just checking out. Cashier said uh, he, he was... You know, I was I put in my phone number as a, a member of the Petco uh, frequent <laughs> frequent flyers club, is what they call it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, my my first query, you know, they they do the thing where they give the full price and then they give the discounted members price. Now, what I wasn't sure about was what did I have access to that discount? Because I'm I don't I'm not like paying a fee or anything. You don't know if you're Petco Silver or Petco Petco Titanium. Exactly. Uh, so I said, "Hey, is that just give me the uh, just give me the you know the good stuff, there, buddy?" And uh, <laughs> he had a he had a tattoo, a fully full arm tattoo, like literally where it's like the full complete co- coverage, not a design even. Um, so he had like a tattoo of an arm, yeah, covering his whole arm of a okay. sleeve of a of a long sleeve shirt, and uh, <laughs> he said, "Oh, let me check." Oh, yeah, there you go. And then in the course of doing that, he sees my name as because I'm the member Titanium. He goes, mm-hmm. uh, "Ted Walker, Ted Walker. That's a that's a strong name. It's like a cowboy name or something." Uh, nearby, <laughs> nearby, his coworker had uh, in a in a box, kind of something similar to a shoebox, a young furry little creature that she seemed very nervous about uh, taking action to. I don't know, save its life, nurture it, something. She was, she was a little upset. And she was troubleshooting. I couldn't tell what the creature wow. was. It looked like a baby bat. It's not to say it was a bat, um, but I thought to myself, you cannot work it. It may have been a cat that was having some real health issues if it looked like a bat. It may have been a cat. Yeah. Uh, but you you can't work at Petco and say that you didn't sign up for something like that. Right. Anyway, uh, what do you got, Adam? All right, I have... Uh, the grossest what do you got we've ever done on the show and i apologize ahead of time i think our listeners can handle it i'm i'm not sure if you'll be able to though i'll do my best i'm on a plane about to take off for jacksonville see i told you it was gross (laughs) um (laughs) one row up and across the aisle is a man reading on his ipad he's probably in his 70s for the last 10 to 15 minutes as we've taxied i've been watching him picking at and around at the thumbnail on his left hand it's injured. There's a dent going down the middle of the nail, and the sides of the nail are bulging out. The right hand looks normal, but it won't stop picking at the left hand. He pil- pulls off little bits of skin uh. and brushes them off onto the floor. <laughs> he digs and digs at his cuticle. 
he lowers his mask to nibble on his thumb. I've seen and heard him suck on his fingers multiple times. <laughs> Wings up, and I can't help but think that this could be the last bit of life I experience <laughs> if the plane crashes. The man in front of me is now staring at the thumb picker, too. I texted Jennifer before we took off and joked that at the rate he's going, he won't have any nail left when we land. Ten minutes have passed since the joke, and it's becoming more likely. Oh, my God. I know know this is really not your thing. Uh, The the flight attendant announces, you can remove your mask to consume food and beverage items. I think, is your thumbnail food? After picking at his thumb for a while, he he looks down at his decrepit nail. He studies it. He's frustrated that this is a problem he can't solve, so he works at it again. Mm-hmm. He orders a Diet Coke and, ask, and asks for the can. What for? Surgery? He asks for a cup of ice and then holds the ice a cube at a time in his bad hand, pressing the ice against his nail and letting it drip into the aisle. How <laughs> am I going to golf, he thinks. <laughs> There's a ring of blood around the nail, but he has otherwise cleaned it up surprisingly well. He presses the bad thumb against the thumb on his other hand, testing how he reacts to the pressure. His hands are big, his fingers long and broad. Tired, he presses his bloody thumb into his closed eye. He finishes reading a book about DiMaggio on his iPad and begins working on his right fingernail. There's a class ring on his pinky. Yeah, that's my what he got. All of this in a, a large sealed metal tube. <laughs> that's right that's right that's right well, and I think I think he's just there for the people that don't want to wear their mask on the plane because I think you watch that you're pretty happy you got that uh, piece of cloth over you <laughs> um, well this is not my what do you got incidentally uh, but uh, you know my son uh, he tossed his cookies on the airplane on the way to a nice. uh, recent spring break vacation uh, I was seated far, far away at the time in a cl- classic case of, oh, man, they couldn't get all our seats together. Well, God darn it. Um, not, a, not interesting in and of itself, however, on the flight home. So once again, I was seated away from the rest of my family. And, and so I'm walking up the aisle, checking my, you know, checking my seat, middle, middle seat. And I just did the classic thing where I came up to my aisle, looked to my left, and my empty middle seat was beside just two big old burly, broad-shouldered fellows. And here I am, old, a little too thick in the middle, uh, Kaiser <laughs> on a Kaiser bun, going to squeeze in between those two hoagies. And uh, <laughs> there it was, squeezed in there, shoulders, shoulders touching shoulders the entire flight. Um, not a word was spoke between the three of us, despite, uh, despite sharing a touch basically the whole time. And then at the end of the flight, uh, the guy to the right of me is looking over to the seat behind him. And I thought, oh, he's a dad. His family, he's not sitting with his family either. Then the guy to the left of me looks to his left across the aisle to his kids. And I was like, we're just three dads crammed into this row of seats here. Three dads not sitting with their kids, squeezed in like sardines, and then uh, and then the dad uh, sitting to my right, his kid threw up on the flight right as we were landing. The only words we exchanged, I turned to him and said, 
my kid barfed too on the way over. He just he shook his head and and I left and we never spoke again. I uh, on my on my second of four flights in the last few weeks, I uh, I watched a man get reamed out by his wife, who was sitting in the uh, row in front of him with the two kids. Uh, <laughs> this this woman just I mean I honestly couldn't tell if he deserved it or I mean he he didn't seem like he deserved that much of it. But, um, you know, he was starting to doze off and she was like, you can't sleep while I'm here with the kid. You know, it was something. Yeah, it was really something. But it did remind me, I think, and and I believe this beforehand, I think... We always should sit with the kids. Now he tried. Oh, and we his all wife tried. refused, and then continued to um, yell at him. It was but uh, I think it's. I think. I think it's better when we sit with the kids, sir. If you're listening right now, if you're a listener of this podcast, you can sleep. Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Night, night. Yeah. Nighty night. All right. Well, that wasn't your. What do you got? Uh, so, what do you well, got? Maybe it should be. Uh, let's okay. see, my Woody got, uh, so my, my son had a, a, a birthday party, a classmate's birthday, invited him to, uh, this evening, it already happened, to a place called Kids Empire. So, uh, <laughs> my wife and I... It sounds like an, uh, a prestige drama on HBO. <laughs> my wife and I were preparing for the day this morning. Kids were already off at school, and we were just talking shop, figuring out how to how to get everything done and i said oh is it uh kids empire no wait sorry i got the name wrong it's kids kingdom uh <laughs> there so i'll pick him up at kids king wait sorry scratch that kid this is kids fiefdom we're going for right the other one the, on the other <laughs> side of town no you say it's kids uh kids commonwealth right commonwealth uh she slammed the door in my face and uh we didn't talk again till <laughs> Till the end of the day. Told you to wake up. Yeah. Told you to wake up. <laughs> wake up. Yeah. Stop dreaming. How was the birthday party? I didn't go. I just picked my daughter up and took her to softball. Did anybody puke? Not that I'm aware of. Wouldn't surprise me though. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. I I went to uh, Party City to do some preparations for an upcoming upcoming uh little league game in which the moms are coaching the game so of course i'm on uh i'm decorating but uh there was not a, a dad party fiefdom <laughs> say again party empire <laughs> yeah i went over to party empire party commonwealth um and there was a dad with his little daughter and she said to her uh mom says we need to buy some very small spoons half the people half the people in party city were having a grand old time and half the people were trudging the aisles as if they'd been sentenced to 10 years to life uh walking through the aisles of the party store it was a real that study that's how i walk around most stores like my my feet still still my feet still feel heavy when i go shopping like when i was a kid um, but I think half the people in, in Party City uh, are searching for the tiny spoons, and the other half have hidden the tiny spoons. <laughs> That's what I think is going on. Well, I, th- I mean, it's a fun place to be, and I wondered... Well, it's a party. I mean, I wondered if some people just go there to shop there because it's kind of only fun things. 
Maybe it's a little pick-me-up, even if they don't have an actual party going on. The people having a good time seemed like they were actually preparing for a party. The people who weren't having a good time seemed like they were just trying to get some some party commonwealth therapy. And I don't think it was working. Maybe they're, they, they're trying to get some closure after a loved one was injured in a helium accident, you think? <laughs> So, uh, Field Notes has released some new stuff. <laughs> yes. That I know you're excited about. Oh, I think you're excited about one of them, too. Yeah, I, I have the... Right? You, you got a Leap of Faith? I got a, a pack of the Leap of Faith, the insubordinate issue, as it's so-called. I really like them. I mean, they're graph paper, so my, my passion for them is, is limited out of the box. Being the, the fan of ruled paper that I am. But they're very fun. They're a more bright orange from Aaron Draplin. Uh, with a cool kind of light green stamp on them. Orange. Green on orange. Not You wouldn't think it would work, but it does. But there's just some fun graphics. Uh, I've got a shelves of LPs on one. I've got the kind of uh, Roy Lichtenstein... What is it? It's not dot matrix, whatever that's called. It's like a uh... dotty dotty dots and dot design. Yeah, it's a quarter tone, me. something like that. Anyway, maybe maybe duotone, duotone. Yeah, I want right. to say. There you go. So they're fun. It's like what they. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. They are fun. I've got a few. There's I'm just enough pop colored. to them. Just enough uh, uniqueness. I mean, you know, the cover's not. Nobody's gonna write home about it. Well, you got different covers, right? I mean, I've I mean, got yeah. I've got the best one, I think, which is the best cover, which is the I'm not writing it down now. I'm writing it down to rem- I'm writing it down now to remember that that I just butchered um, because it's, I can't see it all on the cover. But it's written. Draplin has written it out in a um, flowing scratchy sort of style and that's an orange and then i think i've got a green stamp on top of it i believe what they did was they did different color stamps multiple different color oh, stamps on m- multiple different col- covers i think and so i got that cover which is the real winner here and the other two are great i mean they're just one i one is i believe a green with a duo tone as as take note bingo players will be happy to hear I'm colorblind, so you can mark that on your bingo card. So I'm, right I always get a little to, confused uh, by the colors. Right next to my preference for ruled pages, I think. That's right. Um, well, do you think uh, do you think that he paid off the the uh, the promise of a, a leap of faith and insubordinate, uh, hasty and flippant edition that probably got people excited about something they didn't know what it would be when it arrived? Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I, I like it. I think uh, he hyped it quite a bit, and maybe uh, no one was going to be that that thrilled with the hype. Although, uh, I guess I'm, I'm overstating it. The shtick that they've done twice during uh, the pandemic now was that... Um, um, that he's like broken into the yeah. website and loaded it. <laughs> I could do without Muppets, that. I mean, kind of a Muppets uh, 
plot line or something. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. I, I appreciate it more now that you're referred to it as Muppet, Muppet's plot line. I, I don't have any intention to be negative about it. I, I think they look really cool. But since you asked that question, whether they lived up to the hype, I think there's a problem here, which is that I don't know if you have your belly band. but um, and, and so I know there have been complaints about it, but I don't. I, I try to stay away from the complaints. But I think I've gotten to the bottom of it here. The the front of the belly band uh, says that I've got three pack number four thousand three hundred and twenty out of fifteen thousand. The back of the belly band says Rogue Edition of nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine <laughs> three packs, and I think they I guess That's I'm funny. putting it together with the complaints I've tried to not understand, <laughs> which is that they at some point build it as nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine maybe, um, oh, and so you know I don't know that's not very field notesy um if that's what happened then i understood it correctly but i think they're cool i will uh, gladly use them at some point now here's here's the, the test if he said all right i'm doing it again i'm doing a leap of faith round two i broke into those offices one more <laughs> time this one's gonna really knock your socks off would you do it I'm again? I'm getting too old for this shit. Um, <laughs> Would you do it again? Would you? No. Yeah, I mean, why not? Take another leap. Why so, not? so the. I don't mind buying a pack at a time. Yeah. And being surprised, I like being surprised. Well, the surprise is fun. Uh, I get, you know, in a sense, yeah. I suppose the, not even, I suppose it just is the surprise of the, of the quarterly editions is, part of it too. So I, you know, there, I, I guess there's a sense in which surprise is built into the field notes ethos and this is just kind of a different take on it yeah uh the edition that i am most excited about is this new spring edition the signs of spring i have them in my hand i don't know if you ordered any they are yellow covers that are extremely debossed each of the three notebooks in the pack have a different flower on them or a different flower image debossing um so i've got a Contra Costa, which has kind of a uh, cog, kind of cog and wheel flower image, and there's a ghost flower, um, and then the one in my pocket is a Quaker Lady. Um, and that one's been pressed, am I right? Yeah, they're all debossed. Well, that that was a, that was a flower in your back pocket joke because you've been sitting on. Got it. it. I thought it was, I was trying to, I thought it was going to be like, it was like a rude joke about Quaker ladies. And I was going to try to just go right past it. Um, Because I got no beef with the old ladies. I got no beef with the old ladies, but they got beef with me. Um, (laughs) And then there's, uh, then there's three, that's a callback to a month ago. Um, There's, uh, there's three different colored stamps on them. Like a silver and like a yellowy and very nice. I don't know what the other one is. Well, they look uh, amazing, they're beautiful. Yeah. The paper's gorgeous too. What's are um, they lined? Are they rule or are they? They are dot grid. Grid. So they're they're lined in your mind. <laughs> um, and it uses this um, Strathmore seventy pound white paper. I don't with, in, a, uh, in yellow. a Strathmore. I don't go any higher than a sixty-five pound. So I'm out. Mm. No. Okay. They look All they right. look beautiful. Um, they look springy and vivacious and like a like a Quaker lady wearing her finest floral <laughs> print dress out to to a Sunday preacher times or whatever you might call that. 
That's, that's, they look great. Uh, um, I, I even, I, they seem too fancy for me to see out in the world on a shelf at Dromgulls or something, but I suppose I will see them there at some point. And I will, it'll take everything I've got not to pick one up. I think it's going to be very nice when these, uh, like, very fancy deboss covers start to get, like, dinged up in my pocket and beat up a little bit. Also, you know, just to note, these last three editions, the, uh, um, Harvest Edition, and the, I think it was Trailhead, but maybe wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering the Winter... I, I don't have the Winter Edition, actually. So I, I can't speak to the Winter Edition, but the Harvest Edition and the Trailhead Edition and the Signs of Spring Edition all have this... They're all experimenting with experimenting with excellent paper qualities. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's something that, you know, for a while people used to complain about the quality of the paper in the field notes. And then sometimes they'd have these editions that had really good paper, but they were they wouldn't close very well. So I, I think yeah. they've been uh, in, in a sort of field notes way without, I think they've been trying to find the best, you know, the best way to fit a high quality paper into a little pocket notebook. And they've really succeeded in uh in these three recent editions well the um you know the price hike of whenever that was uh it, it makes sense that they would that they would kind of rise to meet that standard and when you combine that with you know like when we visited it was just all about printing techniques that's what that's what seems to get them the most jazzed up so it makes sense you know cool stamps and debossings and and foils and yeah i mean in terms of cover quality the leap of faith expectedly so i didn't expect anything different but the the covers have that kind of you know uh cheap glossy feel that um honestly they've just raised the bar and uh i think when you go back to those kind of more graphic oriented covers that are that have that cheaper feel, it, you know, it it feels that way. Because I think by now we've handled so many really fantastic cover materials. I don't get so uh, worked up about the paper inside. I, I rarely use a fountain pen in my field notes anyway. Um, just what's on the paper. Yeah. I just realized that this leap of faith, it also says... 9,999 three-packs. That's part of the foil print on the book, too. That's pretty funny. You know what, Adam? You know what? You and your 9,999. My 9,999 complaints. I didn't didn't really think I had any until until we decided to talk about it. (laughs) I I mean, it's right there. It's just no. It's like they're right. I can like move the belly band down so that it says fifteen thousand right above where it says nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. You know what? I don't. I. I, uh, Yeah. I I try to roll my eyes whenever you hear complaints about an edition because somebody will complain about something and this is just a notebook. But but that is funny. Anyway, Aaron, you can come on the show anytime. (laughs) Come on down. For 9,999 problems. But an old Quaker lady ain't one of them. (laughs) Quaker lady ain't one. All right, Adam. Let's do this again next week. What do you say? Sounds good, buddy. Uh, You can find us on the internet at takenote.space. That's the name of our our web space. 
Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Take Note Pod. And in the meantime, take care.